Hello there, I am Leticia in Manaus, Amazonas. You are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hi there, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson 10, can you believe it? For Tuesday, I said Tuesday, December 5th. Yes, very good, Martha. The ordinal number. But if you want to say December 5 or the 5th of December, be my guest. Today's title, Paul and the Unknown God. Who is this unknown God? Even today. Interesting, isn't it? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, oh, so many of us don't know who you are. We hear about you. Many of us, we have heard about you, but we haven't seen you. We haven't seen your love reflected in the person of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father, help us to see you and to know you better. Oh, to know you more. That's what we desire deep in our hearts, to learn to know you more. Guide us also. Help us to, to lead other people to know you more too. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The lesson starts. Notice that Paul did not disparage the false religion or false gods of the Athenians. He gathered whatever points of good he could find, few as they were, and capitalized on them. Yeah, but the author is kind of uh, disparaging a little bit. There were very few good points. I don't know about it, but the idea is this. And this is a lesson for us to learn to respect other people's faiths and religions or lack thereof, right? So open our Bibles. Come on, move it, move it to Acts chapter 17, verses 22 through 23. Paul then stood up in the meeting of the Areopagus and said, People of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. So you are ignorant of the very thing you worship. And this is what I'm going to proclaim to you. Wow, powerful words, right? So the question is, what was Paul doing here in his attempt to reach these people with the gospel? The lesson continues. People of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. Acts 17, 22. Paul was compliment, complimenting pagans. Yes, what's the problem? Their religion was misguided in many ways, or according to the author, in every way. And yet, Paul complimented their devotion. Yes, they were sincere in their devotion. Paul continued, As I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, by describing his own study of the Athenian religion, Paul communicated a respectful attitude toward the people. He was not rushing in as a self-proclaimed expert with all the answers for how the people needed to change. In reality, he was in fact an expert and did in fact have the answers that these people needed. But he did not present himself that way, or else he would have been rejected outright. Instead, he was seen as someone who cared for the people and desired their good. Commenting on the inscription, To the unknown God, Acts 17.23, Paul took advantage of what could be seen as common ground. They believed in God, many actually, which was a great start. Some people back then didn't believe and could open the way to deeper conversation. 
He did not scoff at the negative idea of an altar to an unknown God. Instead, he appreciated and admired the people who cared enough about spiritual things to go to the effort and expense of worshiping something they didn't even know, just in case they were missing something. Were they misguided? Of course, but that could be addressed. What was important in the beginning was that they were devout in what they did understand. That, Paul recognized, was material the Holy Spirit could work with. Paul had found a talking point that would pike their interest. Now, I don't agree, opening a parenthesis here, sorry, but when the, the author says, uh, Paul recognized was material the Holy Spirit could work with. Yeah, not only that material, the Holy Spirit can work with any kind of material. Come on. I don't like it very much when we, we approach people with this attitude and they are saying that's not the right one. And they insist on doing that. We have the truth. We know better, but we're going to have a condescending attitude toward you. Oh, come on. Get real, you know. Where is your humility? But focus, Mo. Focus. Question. What bridges and points of contact can you think of that would open opportunities for deeper conversation with others with whom you come in contact? Well, these deeper conversations I don't know much about because people nowadays, they don't want to have deeper conversations. That is just a shallow talk about the weather, talk about uh, uh, how hot it is, how cold it was. Uh, about the sports, uh, the game that happened last night on TV or whatever, but people don't want to go much deeper conversation. But okay, I didn't get it very much here, uh, the idea, this unknown God. Uh, I, I wish they would explain more. They would elaborate more on, on this. Well, I found something on Wikipedia. And again, Wikipedia is a good starting point. It's not an official encyclopedia, but it's a starting point. And they mention here that this unknown God was uh, uh, based on, is based on a theory uh, by Edward Norden, uh, based on the proposal uh, that Paul at the Areopagus uh, speech in Acts 17:23 that in addition to the 12 main gods and the innumerable lesser deities, the ancient Greeks worshipped a deity they called Agnostos Theos, that is, unknown god, which Mr. Edward Norden called un-Greek. In Athens, there was a temple specifically dedicated to that god, and very often Athenians would swear in the name of the unknown god. Uh, it's quite interesting, this aspect, right, about it. So they were trying to cover all their bases. If there is another God that we don't know, okay, we worship him too. <laughs> interesting, interesting. As some people do that, right? Oh, I'm not sure if there is a heaven or there is a hell or something like that. But just in case, I'm going to believe in God. Some people do that. It's, it's interesting. Well, uh, but I like very much what Alan White wrote, that God looks for fruit in his church. Fruit that responds to the lesson of Christ. The Lord calls for a converted person, right? There is common ground where we may meet those not of our faith, where we may agree in principles and in regard to the lesson of Christ. Few will become combative over these holy principles that we have in common. Manuscript 104, 1898. Quite interesting, isn't it? But, well, this is Lesson 10 for Tuesday, December 5th. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes in Asp. 
Tell your friends about our podcast available on any podcast platform. Pretty please rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Tell your friends about our podcast. Invite them to join. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. Remember, joy to the world. The Lord reigns. Praise his name for that.